If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. If we aren't participating early, we are not going to get to help write the rules of what this next chapter of the internet and the next financial system could look like. And yet again, we will get left behind. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Cryptocurrency. What's your first thought when you hear that word? Maybe you're already an investor and you know the potential in the growing space. Or maybe you have a healthy curiosity but reasonable skepticism about it. Or maybe you've seen the memes poking fun at the overwhelmingly male demographic participating in cryptocurrency and feel like it's just not for you, regardless of whatever potential might be there. For a time, I definitely felt the world of crypto and NFTs and Web3 was rife with gatekeepers wanting to keep women and non-binary people on the outside. But leave it to my friend, serial entrepreneur Britt Morin to bust down those gates and wave in a community of people to learn all about how to invest and benefit from an industry that will reach an estimated value of $10 trillion in the next five years. You might know Britt Morin from her lifestyle and education company, Britt & Co., but in this conversation, we're talking about her endeavors in the Web3 and cryptocurrency arena. She will demystify the terms and concepts you need to know in order to get started. She'll share why it's not too late to dive into the space, how people are making money with crypto, and she'll offer some advice as you get started or grow your portfolio in the world of Web3. I personally am so excited for you to listen to this. Here she is, Britt Morin. I love sharing podcast recommendations with you. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew. Learn the science behind great marketing with bite-sized 20-minute episodes packed with practical advice from world-class marketers and behavioral scientists. 
Nudge is fast-paced and insightful with real-world examples that you can apply to your business. I loved this recent episode where Phil shares how our subconscious mind calls the shots and how to bring more awareness to your thoughts to help you not make stupid mistakes. His words, not mine. Nudge is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. I am having such a moment right now. There are certain guests that literally make me pause, smile, and just reflect. And Britt, you are one of them. So welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm I'm smiling too. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. So I have to quick tell a little backstory and then we're going to dive into today's topic, which I'm so excited to work through with you. But Brit had an incredible company as Brit and Co. And I was an instructor on Brit and Co. Tell me, tell my audience what Brit and Co. is. And then I can share a little bit about my experience. And then we can dive into the pivot you've made recently and talk about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was 25. I was working at Google. I had been at Apple before. And I just realized that I loved learning things. I loved creating things. And when I asked all of my girlfriends (laughs) if they also like to create things, they said, yes, but I really suck at it. I'm not creative. And, Mm. And it dawned on me, this is 2011, by the way, it dawned on me like, wait, but we have the internet at our disposal. Can't we all learn new things all the time? And can we all be creative even if we suck when we start? Isn't that the point? And and so Brit and Co. ended up being in 2011, you know, I wanted to build the home for women to come learn how to do just about anything. And that was not just things like, you know, how to cook and how to, you know, paint and and do creative stuff, but how to launch businesses and how to code and and how to use all these new advanced skills that, you know, we've only learned in the past decade or so. And so now Britain Co. is 11 years old. We have reached, I don't even know, a kajillion people over the past several <laughs> years. We've we've launched, it's a, it's a digital media company first and foremost. So we reach many millions of women every month with our content and videos. It's an education company. We've got hundreds of courses that you can take from how to paint and how to bake to how to code and how to start businesses. We've sold products nationally across all different types of mass retail stores. We used to host events pre-COVID with, you know, up to 15,000 people. And and now we also, during the pandemic, launched a sub-product called Self-Made, which is a whole platform that teaches women how to start a business and grow a business in less than 10 weeks. And that largely spun out of the fact that so many millions were getting pushed out of the workforce or taking a seat back during COVID. And I was like, no, I know how to help you start businesses and grow them. And and I actually started a venture fund too during the pandemic. So I was like, I can also help you invest in them. And so it's been a whole whirlwind over the last 11 years with Britain Co and Self-Made. Now I've got offline and then I'm sure you're going to talk about BFF, my newest project. I can't help myself. I just love to start things. <laughs> you are a serial entrepreneur through and through. And what's so crazy is that years and years ago, I actually taught a course on Britain Co. Introduction to DSLR Photography. Flew down to San Francisco, shot the course. We actually shot it, Brit, in an Airbnb because I was teaching people how to take better photos with their cameras. 
And it was so such a cool experience. And it really was fascinating to me to kind of see the behind the scenes of the production and laying things out and things like that. And so it's just fun to see full circle, like one, what we're doing now and like how we've branched out beyond those types of things, but also how those ideas have stood the test of times. Like, right. They're still totally. serving it's evergreen. There's still topics that are relevant. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were like, wait a second, you're going to do online classes like in 2015 yeah. when we were starting this. And I was like, yeah, don't you think the internet's a great place to learn stuff? But really at the time you could go to YouTube and learn things in like five minute videos. There wasn't like a 45 minute or hour long course that taught you DSLR, yes. um, which sounds wild. I get it now, you know, in, in the, today's age, because everyone's doing classes, but no one was. And so even just filming out how to film them and produce them and what would people pay for them, you know, it was a whole yeah. like new type of business model. And thank you so much for taking an early chance on us because people are still buying and learning through you and that course itself and, and so many others. And I just love that Britain Co. has been able to give so many millions of people the chance to learn something new and to build yes. confidence within themselves to be courageous enough to try something new. Because really at the root of who I am in every single business that I start, it's about that. It's about giving women the courage to do something that scares them, whether that be investing in crypto, trying a new creative skill, or starting a company. And I'm just so glad that you've been able to be part of that journey with me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So speaking of something new, <laughs> let's talk about what you have been up to and let's get into it. We have actually never discussed cryptocurrency in depth on Gold Digger. So let's first hear about how you got into it and what you're up to in that space. Sure. Well, I have the fortune or disfortune to uh, have been rooted in Silicon Valley for the last almost 20 years. And I've really gotten to see this town grow up and the internet grow up with some of the creators of of the place, you know, the leaders of Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and everything else. And so I first heard about crypto in 2012. It was really early. You wow. know, the Bitcoin white paper was was written in 2009. So this is, you know, not too long after anyone even said the word Bitcoin or blockchain. <laughs> and so I learned about it. It, you know, was interesting. I think Bitcoin was like $29 at the time. It's now an many orders of magnitude more expensive. And it was really just about Bitcoin. And then fast forward to 2017, I, you know, I I kind of had stopped dabbling in it, but I was loosely tracking it. But 2017, there was another big moment in crypto. You know, there was just a lot more advances in the technology of how this thing called the blockchain works. There was a new type of blockchain called Ethereum that a lot of people were paying attention to. And all that I was focused on was the fact that only four percent of cryptocurrency holders were women. <laughs> and I was watching all these dudes wow. in Silicon Valley make a lot of money because they had put in in 2012 or even put in in 2017. And so actually, Britain Co., you know, home of teaching women to do courageous things that scare them and don't make sense, put on a giant cryptocurrency summit in January of 2018. 20,000 women attended. We taught them all about what crypto was. My nanny even came and she like bought a little bit of Bitcoin, which has now been a very good investment for her. And that was great. But, you know, 
then a few more years came by and it was 2021. And I looked at the stats and it was like 15% of you know, cryptocurrency holders were women. And I was just like, what is going on? Why aren't women getting into this game? Like, do they not understand? Do they not understand maybe that there's real wealth potential, that this is the future of the internet, that this could change your business if you're a small business owner or an entrepreneur? And the answer to all those questions was yes. <laughs> they really just didn't understand. So with that, I was like, all right, it's not just like a summit I'm going to host. I'm going to start a whole company around this. I'm going to oh. help onboard women and non-binary people into Web3, which is like this new era of the internet that includes everything about cryptocurrency and, and blockchain, and we'll talk all about it. And I'm going to help women understand it, get access to all the people that are doing cool things to it, and ultimately teach them about how to potentially generate their own wealth and power in this new ecosystem. Wow. So fascinating. I love too how you're like, I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm just going to make a whole business around this. I, <laughs> Why not? Right. Well, you know, yeah. Once you get to know you. me a little bit more, you'll understand that like starting a business <laughs> does not scare me. <laughs> I don't even know how many businesses I've started over my lifetime, but it's why I love teaching people how to start businesses because yes. it sounds scary. But at the end of the day, how fun to mm-hmm. take a big risk. And if you invest the capital correctly and not to bullishly, you aren't necessarily going to lose a bunch of money when you get started. And and I was I wanted to test a hypothesis. So, you know, that's really how we did it. We we tested really slowly at first and we had a huge reaction that we can talk more about. And so then we we like really went full in. Oh, I love that. Okay. So let's start with the basics and just cover a few key terms. So for someone who is brand new to this idea or this space, what is the best way to introduce and explain things like crypto and NFT and Web3? Like, How do you define those, separate those? What are they? Sure. Let me start with Web3 because I think that's like the umbrella term that encapsulates all of these things that are happening and all these buzzwords you're hearing. And Web3 clearly is something that comes after whatever Web2 and Web1 is, which I'll explain. So Web1.0, as we describe it here in Silicon Valley at least, is kind of that period between like 1995 or so and like 2005, when, you know, at that point, the internet was really about read only. Like you could log online, you could visit websites, you could kind of consume information, but there wasn't a lot of transactional opportunity. Like e commerce was sort of just starting, social networks weren't really a thing yet. You weren't really publishing a ton. There wasn't like a back and forth on the internet. So you were kind of just pulling content, not pushing. Web 2.0 was really about this idea of pushing content, right? So is read-write is kind of how we describe it in the Silicon Valley terms, which means, you know, there were social networks. You were exchanging back and forth with people. There's tons of chat rooms, chat apps, mobile became a whole thing, e-commerce. We saw the explosion of that. And Web 2 has kind of been the era we've been living in up until lately. Web 3 is the idea that we have read and write um, just like before. But now there's this third word that a lot of people are using, which is own. And own is really important because in Web 1 and Web 2, 
you know, as you were publishing your content on Instagram or you were, you know, purchasing tickets for a concert on Ticketmaster, you know, all of those transactions, all of those sort of events that you were doing every day were owned by someone else. You know, Instagram now Mm -hmm. owns that post that you published. You know, Ticketmaster owns that transaction of that ticket you purchased. And you as an internet user really don't have any say in what you own on the internet. You published something on Medium. Medium owns that blog post, you know, and you can't monetize it really. You can maybe put up ads against it, but other people own your content can sell against it. And I don't think that's created a very healthy internet. You tell me. <laughs> but the, the difference now in Web3 is that we have this tool called the blockchain. The blockchain, imagine just like a giant accounting book of every single type of transaction. And that doesn't mean, you know, a financial transaction. It means a post. It means I published a song. It means I purchased something. It means I, you know, did anything on the internet. That's all public information of who did that? When did they do that? Did they pay for it? How much did they pay? Did they buy it? Who did they buy it from? And anyone can now go and see who owns what, who published what, who did what at any time forever. And the cool thing is it doesn't necessarily need to be like have your name on it. It can be anonymous. And what that means is the difference is like now you have full ownership of all of these things. And that's where NFTs come in. NFTs are kind of the first iteration of this. You've seen a lot of like JPEGs and, you know, videos probably people have purchased. NFTs really are about they stand for non-fungible tokens. And so what this means is, you know, it's something that's really unique. If I have a dollar and you have a dollar, but your dollar is signed by Beyonce, (laughs) inherently your dollar is the most unique dollar I've ever seen. Your dollar is probably worth more than a dollar. So it's non-fungible. You can't just exchange it for another dollar. You could probably sell that dollar for whatever the market is willing to pay for it to have a signed dollar by Beyonce. And so that's kind of the point of of what NFTs are. Each one is unique in their own way. A lot of artists and creators, of course, are first to the punch here, but there are many other use cases for NFTs. And when you own it, when you, Jenna Kutcher, owns this NFT, everyone on the blockchain knows that you own it. It's yours. It's in a wallet, a digital wallet that is yours. If you ever decide to sell it, you can sell it at any time for whatever the market will pay for it. And and because of that, you know, a lot of this ownership has taken off. People are they're publishing literally blog posts that are NFTs and saying, you know, this is mine. It's worth this much. If anyone wants to buy this from me and and now own this, they can. People are putting music up, their own music, which you know to date has been an issue with music labels having rights over the artists. And all kinds of other types of goods and services on the internet are becoming tokenized. <laughs> and so this is creating a whole market of people that want to buy and transact, but verify that they own something. And I'll pause there because I know that was a lot at once. Yeah, no, that was so good, Britt. You are exceptionally gifted in explaining this because I often even feel intimidated by this space and all the definitions. And I don't want to say the wrong thing. I have a really funny story, but 
we were at an event in Napa and my friend Lisa Bilyeu, who's in the NFT space, turns to me the first night and she goes, hey, are you getting into NFTs? And I go, oh, we don't have that in Minnesota. And I like had no idea what an NFT was. I thought it was like a food chain or like I had literally no idea. And so then she turned away and was talking to someone else and I quick Googled it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am an idiot. I literally had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. Another way I like to explain it that might make more sense to people is let's talk about ticketing, you know, for events. I think this is a really interesting use case. A lot of people probably heard about Hamilton and a lot of people probably heard about Wicked. Let's talk, you know, the Broadway shows, right? What really sucks in the ticketing world is that there's this whole like secondary market (laughs) of scalpers and ticket sellers, you know? So Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda was like, I want this to be really accessible to all kinds of people. I want tickets to Hamilton to be $25 a piece forever. But the problem is, even if he sold them for $25 a piece, you know, because of the demand, people would buy them for $25 and flip them for $500, right? How do you enforce that they can only ever be $25? Well, this is where the blockchain comes in. There's a thing called a smart contract, which is like when you create these NFTs, these tokens, which can be tickets, by the way, you can say forever and ever, they will only ever be $25 no matter what. And you literally can't buy one that's more than that. This is because you're transacting it digitally and it's part of this smart contract. Hamilton can now just be $25 forever for everyone. On the flip side, let's say Wicked is another example. Wicked's like, well, I just want it to be however much people will pay for it. We want to maximize profits and revenues here. And by the way, you know, if someone goes on to resell their ticket because they can't come to the show, we want to take 10% of their resale value. Whereas right now, right, like they sell it one time, it goes on StubHub, it goes on Craigslist, you know, who knows? They never see the proceeds anytime after the first sale. Again, because of these smart contracts and because of digital currency, they can code into the ticket and say, tickets will start at $100, They can go up to whatever value the secondary buyer marks it up as, but we will take 10% of every ongoing transaction forever. And so what happens then is Wicked is now making a lot of money because they do have a big secondary market. People are reselling and reselling and reselling and maybe it goes for $1,000 on the second sale, but they're getting 10%. They're getting that first $100 and now another $100 of that second sale. And if that second, you know, the third sale goes for $10,000, now they're getting $100 plus $100 plus $1,000. And that just racks up over time. And so again, this is where it becomes so interesting, especially for artists and creators and people that publish content and own their own IP, is that they can now build up a community that is effectively paying them forever and ever over time for the goods that they made. And I think that brings so much more power back to the creator and power to the people to create their own market, to buy and sell things for what they think it's worth rather than you know, a traditional e-commerce site or something just telling you what it's worth. I know something about you. You're busy. Chances are that you're listening to this podcast and you're probably doing something else too. Mastering the art of working out, walking the baby in the stroller, washing that sink full of dishes. And honestly, we get it. 
When you're having conversations with your customers, the same is probably true for them. They're juggling just as much. And it can be hard to give a true experience in just a moment, especially when we're all so distracted. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team so you can access all the data you need to see the full customer picture, what motivates them, what their expectations are, and how you can blow them out of the water with your service. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops, and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Okay. This is so good. (laughs) I can tell that you are rooted in education because this is... You are so good. I want to know, are there different ways you can make money in this space? So you just shared the one where you can sell and keep reaping the rewards of that over and over and over again. What are other ways that you can make money in this space? Sure. Well, first of all, I just have to disclose that everyone should do their own research. There's a, this space is so new and nothing that I'm saying is financial advice, (laughs) but the way that people do make money a few ways, right? One is what I was just saying as a creator, you can put your art. Maybe that's again, something visual, music, text-based, a ticket to something, even a membership pass, like a lot of businesses that have subscriptions or memberships could be NFTs. You, Jenna, could also make your podcast an NFT where you have literally seats to listen or like an exclusive, you know, back channel of the podcast. You only have a thousand seats. Each one of those is an NFT. So as a creator, you can make money in those ways where you're selling these things and in perpetuity, you're making royalties on them every time anyone resells them, right? So that's one. Secondly, as just like an everyday consumer, it's sort of like the stock market, I would say. There's this kind of market of demand for some of these projects and NFTs. And the consensus is that if you find like a really good one early where the price is low and you buy into it, 
then the demand will go up over time, just like a stock might go up over time as a company gets bigger and, and performs better. And now you just gained like a huge amount of value on whatever that initial price was that you bought in for. So an example of that is my company, BFF, which was just launched in January of 2022. We, at the very beginning, because we wanted to make it this super accessible for so many women in particular, we gave out for free 10,000 NFTs. They look like friendship bracelets. They're digital friendship bracelets, okay? We gave them out effectively at $0. No one had to pay anything for them. We just like sent them to your digital wallet. <laughs> you had to have a digital wallet. So that was kind of the, the benchmark to be able to get one. Within the first month, there was so much demand for these bracelets because BFF had exploded onto the scene that they were reselling for almost $6,000. So if you were one of these women who just joined this launch event that we did in January, gave us your wallet address that we could send you a bracelet to, received the bracelet. Now you could choose whether to sell that for $6,000 or hold it because you thought, actually, this might be worth $20,000 one day because I really believe in what BFF is doing and like where this brand is going to go over the next several years. So I'm going to hold it. Right. So it's up to you. You can trade, sell, you know, hold whatever you want. You could do the same thing for cryptocurrencies themselves. So there are all these different types of currencies you can quote unquote invest in. You've probably heard about Bitcoin. You might have heard about Mm -hmm. Ethereum. I think the third most popular right now is Solana. And each one of these are currencies like USD and yen and euros are currencies, right? You can use them in different ways to transact in the digital, you know, currency world. A lot of people believe the value of the currency itself will continue to rise over the next several years to decades. Bitcoin, as an example, when I hosted that event for Britain Co. in, you know, January 2018, I think it was something like five to seven thousand dollars for a Bitcoin. And by the way, you can buy fractional pieces. So you could say, I want to buy $100 of Bitcoin. I don't need to buy a whole Bitcoin. So you can put in whatever you want. So my nanny, for instance, who like bought at that event, let's just say for simplicity, it was $5,000. She put her life savings in. I don't recommend this, by the way. (laughs) And again, I don't recommend anyone invest more than they can spend. But she did. She was like so compelled. She she put in $5,000. She bought a Bitcoin. And three years later, Bitcoin... It was now valued at $50,000. And she was really glad she bought a Bitcoin for $5,000. So, you know, again, it's a bit of a, it's very risky. You know, this is a whole new market. It's a lot about speculation of like which projects or which currencies are going to go up in value and why, kind of like the stock market, you know. And it's still really new. And so if, if anyone's getting into this, they're, certainly ways that you can make money. There are also certainly ways to lose money. And so just be very careful. And I think my main point is, I think everyone should just play around with even $10 and even $0, just make a wallet, you know, like learn Mm -hmm. about this stuff because this is now a multi-trillion dollar industry that's been around for, you know, over a decade. It's projected to be 
a five to $10 trillion industry in the next five to 10 years. And it is projected to be the future of what we all know as the internet. And so if we, you know, and I'm talking about everyone listening right now, (laughs) this like, like visionary tech forward, smart people, probably a lot of women and underserved communities, if we aren't participating early, we are not going to get to help write the rules of what this next chapter of the internet and the next financial system could look like. And yet again, we will get left behind. So it's about participating just as much as it's about potential wealth creation. And I believe that we should be here for both of it. Oh, this is so powerful. And You kind of touched on this, but I want to just ask it to make sure. Is there still time to be, quote, early? Because I know that you said like it literally started a decade ago or that was when you first heard about it. So is it too late? I think that's one of the biggest questions people ask about things like this. I certainly don't think so. I think we are at the sort of dial up internet phase of yes. <laughs> of this yes. world. Like this is, there are, is like probably one to 2% of the world's population that has invested in cryptocurrency. So yes, you are definitely still an early adopter if you're hearing about this now and just figuring this out. It is like a foreign language. I will say that. I've now mm-hmm. helped many, many, many people onboard into this and everyone's super confused. They're like, I don't freaking understand what you just said. What is a token? Like, what do I do with it? What is a wallet? And so um, (laughs) it's a learning curve. And I would suggest learn one new thing every day. And if you need a place to go, mybff.com has a learn section with all kinds of reading lists, podcasts, videos, Everything is like catered towards beginners and intermediates figuring this whole world out. And that is the point exactly. Like we want you to feel competent talking about this. And at some point it's going to click and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I get this. And now I can explain it to like my mom, you know, and, and it's, it's really a powerful thing to be so early. How often in our lives do we get to be so early to such a huge financial breakthrough? You know, it feels like to me, like we're in the days of downloading music on Napster and learning how to burn it onto CDs. Like, (laughs) it was like, whoa, music is going to be on the internet soon. Like this is going to change the world, you know? Um, And now look, here we are just doing a podcast casually, you know, and and back in the day, by the way, just as an aside, a podcast was incredibly difficult to listen to. First, you had to have an MP3 player. You had to have a separate app that downloaded an RSS feed, converted it to audio, connected to the MP3 player so that you could listen to this streaming audio RSS feed. And okay, first of all, there's so many acronyms. There's all these devices you need and apps you need. That is exactly where we are right now (laughs) with crypto and NFTs. Like It seems really there's a lot of friction into making some of this stuff work. You need a wallet, you need an account, you need all these different things. There's a lot of jargon. But in five or 10 years time, we're just going to say like, oh, I like 
bought a membership to Jenna Kutcher's podcast or I bought a token to Jenna Kutcher's podcast. You know, like it's not going to feel like, like you just say like, oh, I'm listening to the Gold Digger podcast. You're not saying I'm listening to an RSS feed played on my MP3 player (laughs) made by Jenna Kutcher, you know? So (laughs) this is where we're at. We're early is my point. That's a really good reminder too, because it's, it feels overwhelming, but when you are early to anything, you know, the path is not always the path of least destruction, but it leaves a lot of room for ingenuity and improvement. And so sometimes being early, while it might be a little more confusing, a little more work, it can really help pave the way for the future, which I love. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activation several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 
On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you, Britt, have a roadmap or a step-by-step recommendation if somebody's listening to this right now and they want to start as a beginner in the space? They're ready. They are starting to understand it and they want to know where to begin. Yes. So other than just reading up on what all this means, again, on myBFF.com, the number one thing I would say is to set up your wallet. This is a crypto wallet. There are many different types of wallets that you can get that can hold crypto. This is a a wallet that's not a physical wallet. This is like on your phone or on your computer. The most popular is probably MetaMask. It's metamask.io. However, if you have an iPhone, I think the most seamless user experience and the easiest to understand is one called Rainbow just like a rainbow. And you can download that. You can even, you know, use a debit card to buy your first amount of cryptocurrency. Again, it could be $10. It could be whatever you want. When you have this wallet, what's now interesting is you can buy and sell crypto. You can buy and sell NFTs. You can send these crypto or NFTs to your friends. You can even get your own kind of domain name, quote unquote, it's it's an ENS name or address. So for instance, I have Brit.eth. ETH stands for Ethereum. But remember back in like the early .com days, it was like you could go get your own URL and that was like a breakthrough and you could get like jennacutcher.com and Brit.com. And so I would also just uh, beg you to go check this out because like you should get it now while there's probably a lot available (laughs) to get your own. And, And so just Google ENS address and you can get your own domain. So Brit.eth is actually now my wallet address. So if Jenna, you wanted to send me an NFT or you wanted to send me like $10 worth of Bitcoin or Ethereum, all you would do is open your wallet on MetaMask or Rainbow and type in Brit.eth. And just like on Venmo or something or PayPal, you could send me an NFT or send me $10 of Ethereum. And with one button, now I just received it. And so it's an easier way to transact when you have one of these sort of vanity URLs. But if you don't, it's just this weird hash of 42 characters that are like numbers and letters. And that's your username effectively. And so whenever you buy or sell something, that's what people will see on the internet. So they don't know it's you, but they know this one wallet, you know, bought or transacted. So this is important because you want to go on and just at least snag your name or a username before it's gone. Kind of like on Instagram, if your handle is already taken, go snag your handle, even if you're not going to do anything else. Is that good advice? I hope. 
Yeah, I think it is. You know, it costs, you have to see what it costs. It changes every day, but you have to buy it. And so you need crypto to buy it. So you need a wallet that has crypto in it <laughs> to go buy your you domain all name. in the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's a small investment, but I think it's a, even if you just get a wallet, like I said, and buy $10 of crypto or buy like $10 of an NFT, it really unlocks your brain. Uh, you're like, yeah. oh, I understand it. And if you're looking for NFTs, by the way, one of the most popular places to go is called OpenSea. So just go to OpenSea.io and that's where all of the most popular NFTs are. You can look for one that's literally like super cheap. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But just buy it. You'll understand what that what that transaction flow looks like. One of the coolest mm-hmm. things I think about what's happening with Web3 and when, when everyone has a wallet is that now there's a single login button. Imagine like you're going on to, you know, Amazon or <laughs> Facebook or, you know, any website. Right now you have like all these passwords. You can't remember them. You probably have a password keeper. Like you're probably getting hacked all the time with your password. In the future, all you're going to do is click connect wallet. That wallet is very secure, tied to your identity. And that will log you into everything. It also holds every transaction you've ever made in cryptocurrency. And so if you log into Amazon and you happen to hold like the Jenna Kutcher token or NFT in your wallet, maybe you now get like 20% off anything that Jenna has picked on Amazon as she's curated her favorite things, you know? And so there's really cool ways that you can now start to use this on the internet and add value to people who are part of these fan communities and creator communities as they are browsing around other websites. Oh, you have such a gift. I need to know, since you, my friend, are my serial entrepreneur, what is next for you? Is there anything on the horizon, (laughs) anything you're excited about, any businesses you're starting or domains you're snatching up or wallet usernames? (laughs) (laughs) I have squatted on a bunch of Ethereum usernames. Yes. By the way, buy them for your business and for yourself. Duh. Just like you at all your Instagram handles. What's next for me? We are continuing to build out BFF. We're really focused on helping women in underserved communities and especially entrepreneurs and small business owners. So we've got a few initiatives that we hope will help accelerate all of those either web two or web three types of businesses. So stay tuned to to us on Twitter or Instagram because we are going to be announcing things very soon if we haven't already by the time this podcast is live. I... You know, I now also help run a venture fund and we have $160 million of investable capital that we are using to back early stage technology companies, like just raising their first round of funding. And so I'm super excited to find all kinds of new businesses that are really building something differentiated in all kinds of spaces across general internet. Um, online and offline. And the fund is called Offline Ventures. And the point is like, we we want to invest in tools and technologies that really improve our offline lives. And so I, I have a special place in my heart for things in the healthcare universe, childcare, education, energy, you know, anything that's really impacting who we are as humans, mental health, et cetera. So if any of you out there are doing that, please let me know. And the other thing about offline is we incubate companies too. So by the time this podcast airs, I might have another company up my sleeve. Who knows? I love we'll that. See. 
Oh, Britt, thank you so much for coming on and giving us this insight and information. I love watching what you do and I cannot wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much for having me. And to everyone out there, I hope that you'll take a chance on yourself to learn something new about crypto and Web3 and take it with you as we all help build the next chapter of the internet. I mean, I feel like I need to listen back to this episode and take notes. I love the way that Britt broke everything down super simply and explained it using analogies that I can understand. I know it's easy to be intimidated by topics like this, but I love how she is wanting to link arms and bring people into this new movement, specifically women into the movement where we haven't been traditionally welcomed or invited. I love hearing from serial entrepreneurs about what they're up to next and how they've created spaces for themselves in places that they see a need. And I am just so grateful for this full circle connection with a woman that I admire, someone who I've looked up to for many, many years. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. If you haven't taken just a minute of your time to rate and review the show, could you do that for me? That is the easiest and best way to say thank you for this content that is hopefully inspiring and educating you every single week. And of course, until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.